another, another Joe, another episode of Tombstone Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss the movie Tombstone minute by minute. I'm your host, Rob, and joined by my good friend, Joe. Hi, Rob. How are you? Oh, I'm just doing great. Minute you're, 18. You're, you're always so excited at the start of these. I feel like like by minute number like 100, you're just going to be in tears. <laughs> by the time we get to minute 130, it's going to be like, this is it. We've finally done it. Um, minute 18 is when we, uh, uh, well, not we, I guess, uh, the Earps meet Marshall Fred White. Um, I like Fred. I like Fred White, too, man. He instantly, this is, you know, our first time we see him. You, you just, what a genuine guy. You just really root for this guy. Yeah, he's like a really nice grandpa. He is. And he's played by uh, Harry Carey Jr., who um, I think is another one of those, hey, it's that guy. He's a wonderful character actor. He is. Um, he was in The Searchers. Uh, also was in, uh, Gremlins. So, uh, shout out to our friends who I think are, are working on Mogwai Minute. And, uh, he's also in, uh, Back to the Future 3. He's a treasure. And I have to admit this. I had, uh, not till I, I researched this, I had always assumed that he was related to, uh, famed Cubs announcer Harry Carey. Um, <laughs> like like ninety percent of the people listening that like went to their phones to look up as soon as you said his name. Yeah, that's the first thing I I looked up when I was uh, doing research. Uh, the real the giveaway is that uh, this is Harry Carey with an E in Carey, uh, and Harry Carey, as in the Cubs announcer, was with an A. Okay. So, but he is the uh, the son of actor Harry Carey who. Um, was uh, an actor who had, was in a bunch of westerns. So there's uh, yet again like another another uh, actor in this movie that has uh, previously played, um, or at least comes a comes from a, a background of westerns. So a pedigree, if you will. Oh, that's the term. Um, so we meet Fred White, who is the town marshal. Uh, do you have any additional thoughts on uh, on old Fred? Uh, <laughs> even as a as a young preteen as soon as i saw him i was like well he's gonna die yeah like the the he... old the, like the aging uh <laughs> the aging marshal or sheriff like well they never they never make it yeah the aging lawman does not have a great survival rate in movies <laughs> why can't they just like how come wyatt gets to retire yeah because like fred white just tries to stay out of things we sort of find that out i, I mean if Even this wanted... speech he gives, it's clear. Like, he doesn't want any trouble. Yeah. It, the, the speech he gives is pretty clear that he doesn't want any trouble, and he will step away as much as he can to not deal with it. <laughs> like, he he right away, you know, we find out, if we're not sure uh, about Sheriff Bean and his motivations, we find out right away that uh, Marshal Fred White uh, laughs off the idea that uh, – that Sheriff Bean is the law. He says, no, no, he's not the law. The Cowboys are the law. Yeah. <laughs> and it, this whole, like, dialogue that he has during this minute and then into the next is very strange, I think, when you when you really break it down. he, I believe he describes the Cowboys as good for business. Yes, good for business. Um, and But yet 
cause tons of trouble. Uh, I don't know. It's 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 strange, but it's very clear that he is entirely neutered as a lawman. Yes, I mean, I think his point with them uh, being good for business is that they're always in town and they have money to spend and they spend money on their gambling, on their um, prostitution, on the you know the services that are there in that town seems like a fun place i wonder if that's where the bachelor party was that the guy at the wedding went to oh because it does you know what i wonder if it was at maybe the grand hotel or perhaps it was at the oriental which we'll learn about soon yes um in the next minute because we do know the cowboys are mainly stationed in tombstone uh i believe when he points out the cowboys uh we see we do we see curly bill among the cowboys there I don't. I don't believe so. No. Oh, okay. We just see guys. Well, we do see uh, the uh, sheriff talking to those guys. That's true. So we know that they're around in that town. So this is, you know, I think you're right with our with our um, our poor groom from the beginning of the movie. Probably had his bachelor party. I mean, why wouldn't you want it? People often go to bigger towns and cities for their bachelor parties. Probably thought, let's go across the border. Let's go to Tombstones, Queen of the Boom Towns. And uh, made their way across and uh, had a big old party there. Ran into the cowboys, killed two of them, as you do. And uh, I think we've really figured out the thread to this first 18 minutes. Yeah, the Tombstone is basically like Ybor City or like Fremont Street or something in Las Vegas. Just this, yeah. Just this decadent party town. Sounds fun. Uh, uh, also, I think for the third time... In this movie, we're 18 minutes in. Uh, we're told once again, in case our listeners, our viewers were not, the viewers of the movie were not listening. The cowboys wear red sashes. <laughs> oh, that's how we tell them apart. They have the red sashes on. That's, that's, I think that's three times. I don't know if it happens anymore. I think by then they're like, all right, 20 minutes into it, we've reminded you once every six minutes who the bad guys are. Um, they wear red sashes. They wear red sashes. Um, I think we can talk a little bit about Morgan in this episode, too. Oh, <laughs> like, we, okay. Just look at his face the whole time. Just, it, it's the first time his parents let him out of the house. It's it's like when I was younger and, uh, you know, you got to run an errand with your dad and you would go do something with your dad that you would never do with your, like with your mom. Like we like, Oh, we got to go. I mean, this is probably my rural like upbringing. Go to the strip up. club? But no, like we got to go, we got to go bring this stuff over to the junkyard. And you're like, Oh, we get to go to the junkyard. There's some interesting characters there. And you're just like, wow, look at my dad interact with the junkyard people. He's a man. Yeah. I'll someday be able to talk to the junkyard people without being scared. It turns, out that was, turns out that that definitely didn't happen. <laughs> You're definitely afraid of the junkyard people. <laughs> uh, and the people who own the petting zoo because they have horses there. Well, they're all one and the same, really. <laughs> he, he's like the neighborhood kid that your mom makes you invite out to play. Yeah, the kid the, yeah, the kid who's like, you know, you're like, you, you give your little invite list as a kid to your mom. Like, here's who I want to invite. And, she, you know, everyone knows about Morgan. They're like, well... I noticed that Morgan's not on the list. You're like, oh, mom, I don't want to invite uh, Morgan. He's a, he's a dork. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's just going to throw apples and yell a lot. 
He just stares at everything like it's the first day he's ever been alive. <laughs> and and most like, of the scene, it seems like Virgil is like looking wherever Morgan is. Virgil's looking the opposite way. He's so sick of him. Like the only time like Virgil really shows genuine affection towards him is like when Morgan gets hurt. Like so, it's like you're like the older brother. You hate your younger brother, but you're the only one that's allowed to hate him. Yeah. I, I, I think I think I'm. We for sure need to continue to comment on how Virgil and 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 Morgan act on each other. But would you feel safer with the marshal protecting your home or Morgan? Oh, the marshal. Are you for sure? sure? Yes, because I think. Well, okay. I feel it like works. the marshal would just be like, "Listen, I talked to those guys that want to rob your house. All they really want is your electronics and your wife's jewelry." I, I say we just let him take it, chalk it up to a bad day. You might you, so I was going to say that I would trust the marshal more because people would see the marshal sitting outside your house and be like, "Oh, he's such an old man. Let's not deal. Let, you know, we don't want to make him all upset." But I also think Morgan has the same effect where you, where they see Morgan, you're like, "Oh, we can't pick on him." Even though, even though he took all the apples from our house when we were kids, Morgan would turn on the gas on your propane stove and then go look for the match. <laughs> like, like the you wouldn't even have to like Morgan himself would burn your house down. It's it's good that electricity um, wasn't so prevalent at this point because Morgan for sure would have shoved his finger into an outlet. In the cottage that he rents, they had to like they had to childproof it first, <laughs> like those things that you have on your doorknobs so your son can't open them. It would also explain why Virgil's so much into Law and Order because he's just trying to keep he's grown up trying to make sure things are in order and that there's rules so he can keep Morgan safe. <laughs> the, her parents were leaving all the time, and Virgil had to be in charge. And then Wyatt got to go play with his friends. Yeah, Wyatt was the cool guy, and Virgil had to raise them all and deal with Morgan. Man, <laughs> which Bill Ka- Paxton character is more inept? Him as Morgan, him in uh, Aliens, or him in True Lies? Oh wow. Um, I think he's great, especially True Lies. I think that that movie he's hilarious in it. But <laughs> I would say. I mean, I would say his his say that him and aliens because at least when there's a gunfight that happens in this movie later, Morgan Earp shows up and does something. Yeah, that's a good point. Whereas in aliens, he just freaks out about the bug hunt. <laughs> it's a it's a, God. Um, what a great actor. He's been in we, some fun movies, man. He has. I don't have any. I don't have any more on this minute. All right, I, I'm pretty excited to talk about the Oriental for uh, episode 19. Yes, uh, for our listeners, tomorrow and the next day, and actually a few more minutes after that, we get to talk about um, we get to talk about Johnny Tyler, who I don't know if you know much about him, but he's a madcap. <laughs> he's got a temper on him. <laughs> All if right, we're gonna, if we're going to use a baseball term, he's got the ass. <laughs> okay, I think we're good. Um, Joe, where could people find out more? At Tombstone Minute. Get get after us on Twitter. Tell us, uh, give us your hot takes. <laughs> yeah, that's what tw- Twitter's for. Yeah. Uh, start fights with us. 
Yep. Uh, we'll continue to post incredible viral content, <laughs> and uh, you know we'll we'll hope to bring you a little joy in those uh, those long work days. That's right, and we'll be back tomorrow. Thanks. <laughs>